0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
1: Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com, knows all about the mock draft game. We have started already. The mock draft season really began, uh, I believe, after the confetti stopped falling in vegas during the super bowl and i believe and with the first pick podcast is back and since washington went and hired all their people uh isn't rick spielman back are you guys uh you guys joined at the hip already
0: oh yeah we we've concluded uh we just concluded the podcast and we'll be in indianapolis next week for the combine it's like he never left we we actually (laughs) reunited the senior bowl a few weeks before the, the super bowl so we're we're back to being the old married crotchety couple that you know Beautiful. can only last so long in public before you got to usher I them
1: out. Totally understand, uh, but you guys are very good. Uh, so let's get to uh, the um, the quarterback the the issue. I guess it is Drake Mano. You've got Jaden Daniels going uh, number two to Washington, the Heisman Trophy winner from LSU. Um, but you know it's basically one, two, three. Caleb Williams is one. No matter where I look, it seems Caleb Williams is one. Jaden Daniels or Drake May are two and three. Um, what separates them for you? Do you do you really think Jaden Daniels is better? I'm not saying he's not. I mean he won the Heisman Trophy uh, and LSU wasn't awesome this year. Uh, so how do you view the difference between the three? It's close, and Caleb to
0: me on the field is the best quarterback in this class and I don't think that part is close but there are going to be some how involved his dad is going to be in his life will probably weigh into uh, on some degree and how teams have him stacked in terms of these quarterbacks but on the field I think he's special and all you have to do is watch what he did at USC and yes they came up short but he was a, sort of like Drake May and even Jaden Downs the only show in town for his team and, and I think some of the things he was able to do very few people on planet earth can do and uh, the level at which he did it at times took my breath away and, and one of the questions was does he want to compete and, and all this other stuff well uh that team lost four or five games i believe and he played until the end of the very last game against ucla against a, a pretty good front there for ucla he played some high level football and, and that to me said he he's not just showing up when when the, the shining and, and things are going well he, he'll tough it out and answer some questions for me in terms of Drake May and Jaden—they're pretty close, and, and I think they're they're different type players. Jaden is more uh, Lamar Jackson to me. He, he's not as thick as Lamar. He's probably ten, right. maybe even fifteen pounds lighter. But the things he does in the open field, that the the advancements he's made over the course of his college career, which started at Arizona State, proves to me that that he can get better. And sometimes you see guys, and you wonder if they hit their ceiling once they leave college, and, and it doesn't work out for them in the NFL. I think Drake is a, is a fantastic athlete with a big arm. We know his, his pedigree athletically from, from his family and in terms of the things that they've accomplished from his parents down to his brothers. Uh-huh. Um, um, I thought he was a little inconsistent last year. I thought the decision-making left some things to be desired, but – Adam, you can say that about every single quarterback right. who's ever played football at any level. So I'm not dinging any of these guys because at the end of the day, guess what? I have no idea. And I say <laughs> this all the time, and i probably told you this before. Five years from now, if someone said, hey, Jaden Daniels ends up being Lamar Jackson 2.0, I wouldn't be shocked. But I also wouldn't be shocked if we see that, that Drake May is, is a better version of Trevor Lawrence because that's also on the table. It's just the biggest thing is fit. Right. Let's take... Drake May and put him on the Carolina Panthers, and let's take Drake May and put him on the Houston Texans, and let's see which Drake May has the most success. Because at the end of the day, that has so much to do with it, and you know we don't talk enough about that. I don't think during the pre-draft process. But all these guys are insanely talented. All of them have an opportunity to be really good quarterbacks, but you know where they end up is going to have a lot to do with with how successful they are and how quickly they are at being successful.
1: So. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Ryan Wilson, CBS Sports.com is joining us here, also part of the Pick 6 podcast super friends. Uh, we talked with Will Brinson yesterday about a lot of things. So, if um it wouldn't surprise you if Drake May ended up being the best out of the three quarterbacks as a pro and it, I mean any one of these three could ultimately be there, um would it make sense for Chicago to trade back to number 2? And get all, whatever the haul they could get for for Washington to move up one spot, and we the, I guess there's some precedent for that. Chicago did it to get Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> could ouch, right? Well, I mean it's true, right? It, that's uh, that's what happened. They traded up; they gave up a bunch to move up one spot, and they took Mitch Trubisky. That was in the Patrick Mahomes, uh, Deshaun Watson draft, if I'm not mistaken. Correct.
0: Right? Yeah, that was a tough to swallow.
1: Without saying anything, we're burying the Bears right here. Um, so it, would it be the worst thing in the world if they simply traded back one spot, got a haul, and then took the best, the the guy they thought was the better of the next two quarterbacks?
0: or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory
1: services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor.
0: I mean, they did it last year. They didn't take a quarterback, but they traded down from from one to nine, and a lot of those players, including D.J. Moore, was a big part of the the success they were able to have. Right. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. Now, it sounds like Justin Fields is no longer in their plans. That's just me reading the tea leaves. We'll see what happens. Uh, they have a new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, who had great success with, with Geno Smith in Seattle. And um, wherever they go quarterback-wise, you can absolutely trade down, especially if when you grade these quarterbacks, there's not much difference and you can talk yourself into whoever QB2 is going to be. Or you don't love Caleb's dad's involvement or whatever the, the question may be. Or maybe you just like Drake May better than you like anyone else, and this is best-case scenario. You can trade down. You're going to get a ton. You can move down one spot because you know who uh, what Washington's coming up for. It's coming up for a quarterback and probably Caleb because right. of the Cliff Kingsbury connection. So, yeah, you can do that. But you better make sure that it's not a repeat of 2020 20, because, as you point out, people still bring up in hushed tones the Mr. Trubisky trade-up when Patrick Mahomes was out there. Now, no one knows who Patrick Mahomes is going to be, and, and if they tell you that, yeah. they're probably not telling you the truth except for John Dorsey who drafted him. But otherwise, it, again, it's a crapshoot. No one had any idea. Patrick set for a year, played the, the final game of the season in his rookie season, and then they were off to the races. But we didn't know what that was going to look like, and there were some glimpses from Mitch that were like, okay, maybe this works out. He's an athlete, uh, athletic quarterback, good arm, hasn't played a ton of football, and it, it's, it's a crapshoot. And You just hope yep. you, you get lucky and you get the guy because it could set you up for the next decade or it can mean that you're going to be packing your boxes less than 12 months if, if things go sideways. I would seriously consider moving down probably more so sticking with justin than than rolling the dice on one of these quarterbacks so you're resetting the the clock of expectations in terms of how quickly can this quarterback have success right you you kind of go from there justin i felt a little better about but at the end of the day if i'm chicago me personally i'm just staying put i'm taking caleb and then i pick a nine and i'm getting a wide receiver or an edge
1: rusher what What's the market, do you think, Ryan Wilson from CBS? What's the market for Justin Fields? Is is it a is, is it a number one? Is it a late number one? Is it a number two? Uh, is it something more futurish What is what is the market for Fields?
0: I floated like a second to fourth, and I haven't gotten a lot of pushback on that, so I think that's probably where the conversation begins. If someone seems desperate, maybe you get a late one, um, but I don't know if he's going to get a first round pick but crazy i mean crazy things happen all the time we we see wide receivers traded for first round picks so uh i think justin fields is still incredibly young and and if untapped potential is certainly uh the the phrase that comes along with him and the right spot it feels like he could have some success like the steelers make a ton of sense especially in arthur smith now as the oc but um we'll, we'll find out but it feels like his time is done in, uh in Chicago, and by the way, uh, if you get a second and a fourth or whatever it is for, for uh, Justin and you trade down and you get whatever quarterback you like after Caleb Williams, it, you you have to win 11 games next year for Chicago right. because you're out of excuses.
1: No, there, there, there's, there's no question. I, I do think I think they'll stay put because they've got decent draft uh, capital anyway. Uh, I think they'll stay put where they are. Uh, again, picking one and nine. Uh, you get the quarterback, and then you get a chance to take maybe an offensive lineman, maybe a you know maybe you get a, a I don't know maybe you take Brock Bowers uh, at number nine and uh, and give the quarterback also uh, one of the best pass catching tight ends to come out of college in a long time. Ryan Wilson from CBS Sports is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. What's the market for Brian Burns? the The Panthers do not pick until the first pick in the second round. They have so many issues to deal with. That I have been talking about, I've been talking about this for a long time, not just now, about rebuilding through the draft and getting draft capital. What could Brian Burns bring them? Is he still worth a number one, or are we talking about uh, something more similar to what you think for Justin Fields? feels like a dream, but didn't the 49ers offer reportedly two first-round picks? The Rams, last the Rams, sorry. two trading deadlines ago, not this past one, the one before, uh, two ones and a three.
0: You fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. I mean, you're getting a one for Brian Burns. I I don't, it doesn't matter what year it is, but I I just, I would imagine that the Panthers wish they had a time machine to go back and take that trade because Uh. they used those picks. Uh, I don't know why the details of why it didn't happen at the time, but it, it feels like you were offered. A lottery ticket and you said no nah, i'm good <laughs> right <laughs> all set here uh but yeah no he'll bring it first and the issue of course is if you move on from brian burns what's plan b in terms of the edge rush and you know you, hopefully you can uh, you can address that with free agency or, or draft needs but you're not going to fr- find a brian burns at least for cheap unless you stumble into one in the draft that can come in and replace that level of productivity so, right. I mean, your overall point is the is the big takeaway for me, Adams, that there's so much work to do on this team, and you just have to have an owner, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, who can be patient and, and <laughs> let things turn around. And I don't know if we're at that point yet with Mr. Pepper no. <laughs> because he has shown uh, an inability to be patient at times.
1: Yeah, we, well, we don't know. We won't know until it happens, right? If uh, if the right. Panthers are 0-6 to start next season, we'll find out just where uh, where david pepper uh tepper is i said pepper because on the scoville scale we'll we'll find nice. out if uh if he is a carolina reaper you know before we hit october or not uh, because that's uh, certainly his history is uh is well documented at this point ryan wilson is here you're at the uh, at the senior bowl so let me get your take on nc state linebacker Peyton wilson and where you think he might fall into this whole draft process
0: Love him. We just talked about him on the podcast, incidentally. Um, he's listed as a linebacker, but he lines up everywhere, and he can do a lot of things really well. He's incredibly athletic. The issues, I mean, you know this better than I do, are yeah. the injuries. Yep. And he has a history of injuries, and he's he's older. And he's probably a day-two talent. And we'll see where he's cleared medically, and that's what they'll be. They'll put him through the, the ringer, as it were, yeah. next week at the combine. All the doctors will poke and prod and... MRM to death and, and see where he is. And if he clears those hurdles, um, top 100 pick feels, I don't want to say a certainty, but it, it would make a ton of sense. The issue is that he's a little older, so he'll be coming off his, his rookie deal. He'll be 28, 29, as opposed to 25, 26 or whatever. And and those are the considerations you, you have as a team, as a fan or or just someone who enjoys watching football. You, you don't care about such things. You just right. want good players on your team. And I, I think the linebacker position has been, Undervalued, and a lot of these guys go later than potentially uh, they may have in previous years. But knowing that and knowing how, how the level at which he plays that position, he feels like a, a day-two pick to me. If, he's healthy, if he were healthy and came out two years ago, he, we'd be having first-round conversations about him. Um, but he, he's had the, the knee and the shoulder, and, and he's played a little longer than some other guys in college, and that'll probably affect his draft stock a little bit.
1: Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Uh, You can check out also the uh, and with the first pick podcast with Rick Spielman, uh, pick six podcast. He podcasts all day long. Uh, Ryan, thank you very much for the time, man. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon.
0: Thank you, Adam.
1: away.